Welcome back to After the Rose of Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. Today, in today's episode, as you know, this podcast is mostly NBA and NHL. But as I said, sometimes we're also going to get to things like the NHL. We've had a few of NHL episodes and NBA, I mean, not NBA, MLB, um, some NCAA, NCAAF, which is college basketball and college football. So we've been mostly doing football, some basketball too. So today, I told you guys yesterday, you might do a doubleheader. I think I'm going to do a doubleheader today. So right now, it's just going to be me early on. And then later on tonight, you guys are going to get another episode, more like NBA and NFL, like the usual. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'm going to find something. Um, But for this, I'm going to, this episode, we're going to be without Colin. I think he's going to join us later. But we're going to be discussing why the Bruins have been struggling lately. And I'm also going to touch up on the Blue Jackets, who um, were buyers coming into the... I will start with the Blue Jackets. Um, But we're going to talk about how they were buyers at the trade deadline. Right now, they're out of the playoffs. And then we're going to... I'm going to talk about the NCAA, because we haven't barely talked about college basketball. I remember one of my first episodes, we talked about the Zion incident, but that was it. So I'm going to go over all the top 25 um, college basketball teams and my thoughts on their them heading into the tournament. Um, so first, we'll start off with the Blue Jackets. So right now, the Blue Jackets are currently sitting at 83 points, which actually means they are in the playoffs, but barely. So when I said they were out of the playoffs, they weren't. I just did the wrong math. I just thought the Canadians had more points. They don't. They only have 81. So the Canadians are right out. The Blue Jackets are hanging into the playoffs right now. Right now, they're fifth in the Metropolitan Division. So if you don't know hockey, the, so basically in each conference, there's two divisions. There's eight total playoff teams. The top three teams from each division move on, and then the top two non-top three teams in, from both, any division can go into the playoffs. So right now the Blue Jackets are fifth, but they have tied, they are 83 points right now, which currently gives them the eight seed. But so do the Hurricanes, so they're tied for the seventh seed, but they have the eighth seed. It's it's complicated to explain, but most of you, I think if you're listening to this, you know what I'm talking about, so I don't really need to explain that to you. Um, but the Blue Jackets were buyers. I mean, strong buyers getting um, trading with the Senators for uh, Matt Duchesne and Dezengle. Uh I'm pretty sure that's his name. Um, so... Yeah, Dezengel. I just didn't know how to uh, pronounce his name, sorry. Alright, so they were buyers, and they spent a ton of picks and a ton of young assets to get into the playoffs and push them into the playoffs. If you are an NBA fan or something, you're saying, well, if they're the 8th seed, they're barely in the playoffs, why are they even trying? This can happen. Um, a lot of eight like lower seeds win because hockey is just unpredictable. That's why if you're ever to predict, if you know... If you know, like, a good amount about the NBA, good enough amount to predict what's going to happen in the NBA playoffs, and you're a hockey expert, you can actually do better in an NBA bracket. Because the hockey's just unpredictable like that. That's why fighting for that 8 seed or that 7 seed, like, is actually means a lot. Because you have a chance. Everyone has a chance. And sometimes it's kind of like, they have a chance. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying the 8 seed wins all the time. 
I'd say most of the time it's the better team, but I will say history has shown that the best team in the regular season like never wins. This year it's the Lightning who are just destroying the league. Um, but this is huge for the Blue Jackets. They were big buyers at the deadline. If they don't make the playoffs, that's a big hit. You gave up a ton of your future so you could win now, and they're they if they don't get it, they don't get the job done. Right now the Black Ju- the Columbus Blue Jackets tongue twister. Are five and five and zero, oh. five five and zero oh in their last ten games, which means they've been average. Um, I mean, they've been average. If you want to say, you know, if you want to say average is five four and one, go ahead. But they're pretty close to average, and they should be better. The Blue Jackets should make the playoffs, and if it's just taking them a little time to gel, okay, they're on a two game winning streak. Um, I'm pretty sure the Bruins. So the two teams that we're talking about today are the Bruins and Bruins and Blue Jackets. And I was focusing on talking about the Bruins, and then I, because I remembered, you know what? I'll we'll do an NHL show, and I figured um, lately they've been struggling, and I oh they're playing the Blue Jackets. I was like, oh, I want to talk about the Blue Jackets too, because I realized I checked the standings, and like they should be better. Um, but they are on a two-game winning streak. Tonight's an interesting game. Watch the Blue Jackets and Bruins. Two teams to watch right now because. Now we'll flip over to the Bruins. The Bruins have been struggling. They're on a three-game losing streak. They're 6-3-1. and one. So, you know, can the Columbus Blue Jackets keep this going? Um, the Blue Jackets and Bruins just played the other night, and the Blue Jackets won 4-7. But the Bruins, listen, have got lucky. So they've lost the last three games. They lost 4-3 to three to the Jets uh, on Thursday. They lost to the Blue Jackets 4-7, to seven, the Penguins 4-2. to two. But before that, it's been kind of cheap. Ever since the Lightning game, they beat the Devils one to nothing, the Hurricanes in over- overtime four to three, they beat the Panthers four to three, they beat the Senators three to two. They won by one goal for a total of four games straight. After they beat the um, Sharks and the Lightning four to one each, which were very good games. They did not play very good in the Devils game. They played solid, but it wasn't great. The Hurricanes game, I thought they were kind of lucky to win. The Panthers game, you were super lucky to win. And the Senators game, I was... I don't know whether you want to say that you were lucky or they just decided, you know, we need as many losses as possible. Like, I don't know. But that Penguins game was about time. You should have probably lost that Hurricane to that Panthers game. You probably should have lost a long time ago. Uh, you can even argue they, well, lost meaning lost in regulation. They had a lot of a few overtime losses here, but that stretch of four games, you got so lucky that you were four and zero. You probably should have been like two. You probably should have been like two and two, or two one and one. I hate to say it, if you're a Bruins fan, you did not play well in that stretch. You went four zero and zero, but you didn't play as good as the record said. And it's time that you lose three games in a row. Now, why are they? I believe the injuries are starting to come to get them. This team has dealt with a lot of injuries, and um, they've been calling guys up from the AHL, and we've had injuries to guys like um, Matt Grizzlick, Posternock's been out, so we're dealing with injuries. They're starting to catch up to us. Tonight is a big night against the Blue Jackets. It's a big night for both teams, I think. The Blue Jackets need every game they can get, and the Bruins need to turn this losing streak around. The Bruins don't have an an easy game after that either. They're going to face the Islanders, who have been a solid team this year. And then they get the um, the Panthers and Devils. 
who are <sighs> Devils are horrible. And the Panthers are 74 points. They're not probably not going to make the playoffs. Um, and then you have the Lightning, who have been very, very good this year. Um, and you beat them last time. The Lightning Bruins, they've been good. And the thing with the Bruins here, I sit here and say, I hate the position we're in. The Atlantic Division, I think, has been the best division in hockey this year. Um, because the Bruins right now have the third most points in the league and the Lightning have the most points. And then the Maple Leafs have 91. So we have three... 90 or above point team. So this division's been really good. I hate the position we're in because we have the Lightning keeping us from winning the division. And in the first round, we're probably going to have to face the Toronto Maple Leafs, who, which is going to be a very good series, like it always is. It's going to be like six, seven games, like it has been these past, since like 2010, whenever we face them. It's been a good series. And it's going to continue to be that way. My take on the Maple Leafs here is... Very good, speedy offense. They have young, speedy wingers, but I'm not sure about their defense. I think you could. it will be a high-scoring series. I'm not sure about their defense. Your defense, too, I already said it. After the trade deadline, I said, your goaltending's been real hot. You've, your offense is going to start clicking, and even more because now that you're filling in some of those third-line needs. But your defense is overachieved. And now they're starting to crumble a little bit due to injuries, and I'm not sure how they're going to hold up in the playoffs. I said that. I just don't think they're deep enough. And now the injuries are starting to get to them, and now you're seeing my point. As we have let up uh, four goals last night, seven to the Blue Jackets, four to the Penguins. So, you know, it's not horrible, but like that Blue Jackets game, seven points, uh, seven goals. And I guess that's a credit to the Blue Jackets for facing all those moves to bolster up their, um, their offense. But, I mean, the Bruins... Really, the Penguins shouldn't have been their first regular season loss since January. They should have lost games before that. Uh, whether that was against the... Really, it should have been against the Hurricanes or the Panthers. Especially that Panthers game. I, like Senators, you got away with one too. You didn't, you didn't play good in that four-game stretch. You went 4-0-0. So it was about time we lost. Really. I expected a loss. Because we, we were due for one with the way we had been playing of late. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Uh, we were not playing good hockey. And coming up down the stretch here, it's kind of like the NBA. There's not a lot of games left. We got one, two, three. We got like 11 games left. And we have two matchups against the Lightning. Monday 3, uh, March 25th, 7.30. If you're a Bruins fan, you care enough about the Bruins, circle that date on your calendar. It's the biggest game left on the schedule. Um, and no, it's not the game against Lightning. So we have two more matchups against Lightning. One is um, April 6th at 1 p.m. It's the last game of the year. I'm not counting that game. I don't care how that game goes. Um, because personally, that game, the Lightning are probably just going to play their scrubs, and you're probably going to play your scrubs, unless you need that game. But they're not going to. The game where you really want to see how the Bruins are doing, Circle, I'm telling you, Circle, March 25th, 7.30, and watch that game. That's where we're really going to see where this team stands. And I think I want to see how this team stands by watching tonight's game and Tuesday's game, too. And then we're going to get two easy games, and we get the Lightning. So look at our schedule. Blue Jackets are solid. Islanders are pretty good. We have the Devils, Panthers. We should win those games. Lightning are very good. Rangers are tanking. Panthers are out of it. 
I already said them. Red Wing will face them twice. The Red Wings are out of it. The Blue Jackets are solid. The Wild. Um, I don't know what the Wild are. All right. The Wild are out of the playoffs pretty much. They're still in it, but not really. Um, and then you have the Lightning. So it, it's a pretty fairly easy schedule. The really only good teams you're facing are the Lightning twice. It's such a repetitive schedule. You face the Blue Jackets two more times, the Lightning two more times, the Panthers, so it's just kind of repetitive. And it's not really a great schedule you have. You have like five tough, tough games in your remaining 11. It's not too hard. And personally, I want to see the Bruins end strong. We've been struggling lately, and tonight we got to beat the Blue Jackets. We got to try to get back on track, and I think it's going to take a few games. I think it is. With all these injuries, we're still... I don't know how we're going to play tonight. But i got to look more into that. Uh, I'm not making any predictions for tonight's game. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I am, because I'm not going to. I have no clue how tonight's game is going to play out between the Bruins and the Blue Jackets. Um, Just look around the league, like... I just I thought the Blue Jackets would be a little better right now, but I think they're starting to click. I'm telling you, I do think they're starting to click here. With that seven to four winning, it's the Bruins are on a two game winning streak. They're starting to find their way. I listen. I think I just expected too much in a hurry from the Blue Jackets, who I thought were going to be kind of selling their roster a little bit. But instead, they said, you know what, we're just out of the playoffs, and they were just in at the time. We're going to buy our way in. And I think they've locked up a spot. Well, not locked up a spot, but I think they will because. They're in the playoffs right now, and their team just seems to be getting better and better as they gain more chemistry together. I think chemistry matters in hockey, okay? I think it does. You know, basketball, it does. I think in every sport it does, really. I don't know how much base. I think it does to a certain extent in every sport, but in hockey it does. And they're starting to find their chemistry. All right, so now, because I notice I want to kind of talk about the hockey, but we have 25 teams to get to in the NCAA. So I'm just going to go over all top 25 teams and what I think of them heading into the NCAA tournament. Um, first, we'll start off with the number one team, the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Very good team. And I think Ryu Hachimara is a fighter. Like, I think this guy is really like, you know, he can get your team into the game and light a spark. I uh, like their chances of winning. I'm just not sure they will. I feel like they're number one. They're 30-3 and three overall, only team with 30 wins, but they're still just overlooked by, like, Duke, UNC, um, and all of this. So I'm not sure. On the, I think they'll be good, but are they championship-bound? We'll see. I want to see how they do uh, those first few games, um, really. All right, then number two is Virginia, who lost last night. I think they lost, like, South Florida or something. But they're number two. I picked them to win the whole thing last year, and they lose in the first round. I don't know if I can trust Virginia. Virginia might, might have overall, could possibly have the best team overall. With the way they play in the regular season, possibly. I'm not saying they have the best team, but, like, all around offensively and defensively, they might. But they just have choker. Like, choke. I'm not going off last year, but... Even this year, they lose in the tournament. It seems like they can't handle the big games as well. And 29-3, I, I think they have a chance, but I don't think they're going to win. They kind of just have been chokers. Like, last night was the final straw kind of for me. Like, all right, this team is just choker. They are, what's a good example? Like, a regular season team. 
It's good in the regular season. Chokes in the playoffs. Ugh. All right, don't mind this typing for a minute. Let me pull up the NBA standings. I did not expect to talk about the NBA, but I need to look at uh, Trailblazers. Uh, that's the team I was looking for. Maybe not this year, but last year they, they were. No one expected them to do anything. They choke 4-0, and they were the three seed. But that's not the point. Virginia, I just don't – I thought they were going to win last year, and they didn't. I don't know why. I just picked them to win. But they kind of just have choker written all over them. Um – North Carolina, very good team. They were slept on most of the season, even by me. And I said, I don't really like this team, to be honest. But lately, they've caught my attention. Um, and I don't know if they're going to be the three seed after the Duke game. We'll see. But based on the AP top 25 right now, I think they have a solid chance to win. I don't think they will. But they're going to be like final eight, final four. I don't think they will get to the championship, though. I think they're going to lose in, like, the final eight or final four. Um, Kentucky? Kentucky just has a ton of solid players. Kentucky's not a team. Like, this is not the best Kentucky team ever. They just have a ton of solid NBA prospects, like Ashton Haggins, Tyler Harrow, uh, Hero, Harrow, however you say it. It's probably Hero. Yeah, it is Hero. I don't know why I said Harrow. P.J. Washington. And, you know, there are a lot of guys. Reed Travis. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Anyway, I, listen, I'm not the expert in college basketball, but I know enough to do an episode, uh, a podcast on it, at least every once in a while. So, because I watched a solid amount of it, and, oh boy, like, this team just has a ton of solid players. A ton of just solid players. So, I think Kentucky has, I don't think they'll win. Again, I just don't know. I think, who has the, I'm saying, I don't think they'll win. I don't think they'll win. Who am I picking to win? Oh, God. Let me do my early uh, pick. All right, my pick to win. Here's the thing about and the bracket. People are always just like, yeah, upsets, upsets. Yeah, there's a ton of upsets, but then always a top five team always wins. Or a top seven team. So. Best odds to win. Hmm. Either Duke, if Duke can stay healthy, or maybe I'll go with UNC. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why I set out to do a pick, and I didn't. I didn't even do a pick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I promise. I'm, I'm very, very sorry. Um, but, listen, I don't know. Like, Kentucky, they're starting to gain a little bit of consistency here with the past three games um, on this three-game winning streak. But I kind of looked at their team as not very good, and I was like, you know what? Actually, they're better than I thought. Kind of like UNC. All right, the fifth team's Duke. Duke. We all know they're the most overhyped team in the. They're they're very hyped up. I'm not saying they're overhyped, but they are a little. But I'm not even sure they're the favorites to win. Really, I throughout the whole year I said I'm not picking Duke, but I might just because of the way they played these past two games with Zion. Like if this team can stay healthy, if Zion can stay healthy, RJ, you get my point. If they can stay healthy, I think I might pick them to win. Just because of the way they played of late. I want to see how they finish out the season and whatnot and what happens to the rest of the teams. Because one game can really just change my aspect sometimes on the team, which I don't really like. Like college basketball, I, I, I'm just torn over her to pick. I really am. I, I just don't know. Like I don't want to set in stone a whole pick. Let me do some more studying. Maybe I can get back to you on that soon. 
The sixth team is Michigan State. All right, going into the year, like, just in general, I like Michigan State as a team. I like Tom Izzo. I just like Michigan State. Not my favorite team, but I just like Michigan State. But I don't like their chances to win. I don't think they'll win. And this is one where I'm like, yes, they will not win. Because Michigan State went on, like, that three-game losing streak. They're 26-6 and overall. So it was, like, one stri- stretch. But overall, I'm not a huge fan of their team. They don't really have any, like, their best players, like, uh, their point guard there. I forget his name. I, I could have told you, like, an hour ago what his name is. Isn't it, like, Cassius? No, that's, um, I, you get my point, okay? Sorry. I don't, God. I hate when I do that. I forget a player's name, and I should have had that looked up. But Michigan State, I, as I said, I like them as a team, but I'm, I'm not sure I like their odds as much. And I just don't think they'll win. Texas Tech is the same way. I heard a report that their head coach got fired. Um, Texas Tech, don't mind um, the typing. So I'm pretty sure I heard that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that was like something else. But I, I listen. I'm whacked up right now. As you guys are probably like, come on. Why? Why Jesus? I'm. I think that was the case, but I'm not sure if that was just a leaked report or whatever. But Texas Tech, I don't really like their odds. They're just that team that like does good, but I don't really like their tournament odds. I think they'll probably. I think they'll probably lose in like the round of 32 or the Sweet 16. I'd say they. That's when they're gonna lose. Um, Tennessee was the top team for a while. And now they're the eight seed. Tennessee was good, but they're dipping at the wrong time. I think they have a chance to win. I think I'm going to give them a chance here. But they've been dipping lately, and I want to see if they can come out like a different team coming into the um, bracket. And who knows? Maybe they get upset early just because of the way they've been dipping. But if they come out and just look different, like they just you just get that vibe that they're playing differently, then maybe I'll change. LSU, wasn't this the LSU team that had Ben Simmons a few seasons ago and still didn't make the bracket, the tournament? They had Ben Simmons and still didn't make it. And now all of a sudden they're the nine seed. So I was shocked by this. I never thought LSU was that good. They had Ben Simmons and still couldn't win. Now they're the nine seed. So I was a little like confused by that. But overall, don't count them out. I will say that. Again, I just think it's like it's got to be like a top five, seven team that's going to win. In this case, probably like top eight because you got to give Tennessee. I feel like this is always how it is. So I'm not going to give them odds. I'm not going to give them a chance to win. I'll try not to, at least. But overall, I think they're a solid team. They're, they've been slept on a little bit going into the year. So I think they're a solid team. And they can go for a run, maybe towards the Elite Eight. I'd say Elite Eight. Sweet 16, probably where they lose. I don't see them going to the Final Four, though. Maybe they do, but I don't know. Michigan. Michigan's an interesting one, kind of like Michigan State, except I have a better read. I'd actually, if I had a pick, all right, I know I said I wouldn't do this. I might pick Michigan to win over Michigan State or go farther. I just, not a huge fan of this Michigan State fan, and Michigan was 27-5. and Michigan State, 26-6, and but Michigan State has a tougher schedule. Um... Michigan, though, they don't really have any, like, real flashy prospects, really. A uh, few solid players, but overall, I think they could go for a run. I I do. I think they're, you know, a little 
You know, this isn't their best year they've ever had, but they could go on a little bit of a run. All right, 30 and 2 is Houston. The reason Houston doesn't really have a chance here is their schedule's not very good. They're 30 and 2 in the 11 seed for a reason. They had the best record, overall record in I think the NCAA, but their schedule was so weak that they had the best record and still only got the 11th seed. So I just don't think they're experienced enough to really compete with the big dogs, and that's why they're not going to win. And as I said, you got to be a top team to win. You can pull off some upsets, but very rarely do you really see a Cinderella run. Um, it can happen, but I don't know. Number 12, Florida State. They've won six in a row. And I was just like, all right, this Florida State team's okay. But lately, they've been clicking, and I think I have to give them, start giving them a chance because they've been clicking at the right time lately. They've really been playing some good basketball. So I have to give them a chance. I wasn't a huge fan of their squad, but I have to give them a chance here because of the way they've been clicking lately. All right, next is Purdue. we got to uh, speed this up a little. And... Purdue, I don't have a great read on this team. This is a team that I haven't paid much attention to, so I can't really say much about them. But, you know, we'll see uh, how they do. Nevada is one of those teams that 29-4. and four, They didn't have a really great schedule either. Uh, I think, like, they faced, like, Gonzaga was the best team they faced, which is the best team in the league. But that's, like, the only real notable team I can really think of off the top of my head that they faced. I'm pretty sure they faced them. Um, but Nevada, I think they have a little bit of experience. But they're just Nevada. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe they do, but I just have a chance. But I think they could go on a little bit of a Cinderella run, even though they're the 14 seed, but they're just kind of one of those teams that's good, but counted out. I think they could go on a little bit of a run. Kansas State, one of my favorite teams. I also like Kansas this year. Uh, Kansas is, like, one of my favorite teams. It's not, like, my favorite, uh, even though I'm from Boston. Not really, and we don't really have co- great college teams here. So, I like Kansas, but this year I hopped on the Kansas State train early in the season because I just really liked their team. I I watched a ton of Kansas State. Um, I always saw them on. I watched them. I like I like their team and maybe slightly biased just because I like watching them. I watch them a ton. They're good, but they're a little inconsistent. I feel like some games would be really good and some games like, yeah, the other team's kind of outplaying them here. But overall, I think they have a pretty good roster. Um I like Dean Wade. Uh, hopefully he can stay healthy. Uh, and then Virginia Tech. I'm not sure they can make much of a run, uh, to be honest with you. Um, Kansas is the 17 seed. Kansas has just struggled this year. ton of injuries. They're very young, too. Like They don't really have a lot of their veterans. I'm not sure how far Kansas can really go here. Uh, but I do think I'm, you can't count Kansas out. Maybe they do. But as far as they go, we'll lead eight. Buffalo's on an 11-game winning streak at 30-3, but again, they're Houston 2.0 because they're one more game, one more loss than Houston, and they're on an 11-game winning streak, but they're Buffalo. They just don't have enough experience. 19 is Wisconsin. This is the Wisconsin team that beat Michigan, and if this team's playing well, they're good. I really like Ethan Happ, and I think Happ should get drafted. People are like, I wonder how his game translate to the NBA. He'll be very late second rounder, but I think he deserves a chance because I think I like. I really think he's a good player. I uh, really like him in Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin home court though is a pretty tough place to play. They were twelve and three at home, which isn't really great compared to some of these other records at home. It's actually one of the worst in the AP Top 25, but the Cole Center is a pretty tough place to play. They can get rowdy if the game's good. 
Um, number 20 is Woof Woford, who is 29 and 4. Started the year out 9 and 4, goes on a 20 game winning streak. So you have to give them a chance. I, they're one of those teams that may not be too experienced, but I'm giving them a chance because you got you got 20 games in a row. I'm going to give you a chance, and they're really starting to click. I think they can make it to the Elite Eight. I don't know about Final Four. Again, I just think the Final Four is just those good teams. The, the Elite Eight's the cutoff, and I think they could make it to the Elite Eight, or they could get upset in this first or second round. Maryland, not a huge uh, Maryland fan fan of this Maryland team, whichever way you want to put that. I'm just not a huge fan of this Maryland team. Auburn, kind of the same as well. I'm not a huge fan of their team. Marquette, oh well, our oh, Auburn, they've been clicking lately, so I I'll give them a chance, but I I still don't really like their odds. Um, there's one of those teams I don't get a great feeling about. Uh, Marquette. I give them a little bit of a chance, but I say sweet 16s as far as they go. Uh, Cincinnati? Uh, as far as they go, Elite Eight. I think they can make it to the Elite Eight. They always just have a solid underdog squad. Villanova! Um, they were the champs a few years ago, and they're barely squeaking in. They're the last team we're going to talk about. Squeak into the top 25. I'm really not sure they can go very far. They just don't have a great squad this year and barely swinging into the top 25. I mean, they could coach their way to the Elite Eight, but I'm not sure that's how it works anymore. I think it's just talent, really. So, I mean, they could... Maybe not even coached, but just because they're Villanova, maybe Elite Eight, maybe even Final Four. Like, are they an underdog team that could make it to the Final Four? I'm not sure. We'll see. So, again... Kind of just guessing, almost, you could say. Uh, but you guys can message me using the Anchor Mobile app and tell me, you know, why are you ripping on this team? And we'll have a little discussion um, because maybe I'm ripping on the wrong teams here. And uh, So anything you want me to use, again, the Anchor Mobile app, no one's done it yet. Or at least I don't think. I keep checking. Maybe it's just me. I hope it, I don't think it is. So, um, yeah, again, thank you guys for listening. I'm just happy you guys are listening. But, again, just the Anchor Mobile app, anything you want me to do. Yeah, I'd, I'd really appreciate that. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, it actually turns out, so apparently this app that I use, you can do up to 30-minute segments. So the podcast can actually be longer than 30 minutes, but I think I'm just going to keep these around 30 minutes. So I can make one of these 40 minutes if I need the time, but I like to keep them 30 minutes pretty consistent for you guys. But uh, yeah, again, the Anchor Mobile app, anything you want me to do? Am I ripping on the wrong team here? Tell me, because I'm not a college basketball expert, but I know enough to kind of get the uh, gist. But I just didn't really want to say the wrong thing uh, there. So I kept it, you know, pretty smart and conservative, I guess. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time.